found us again at Boomer Angst. This is Ruth. And this is Mike. And today is my birthday, my right. 65th Medicare birthday. Happy Medicare to you. <laughs> Happy Medicare to I'm you. I'm so excited. Part A and Part B <laughs> and maybe Part C if Actually, we can figure out what it is. I think what I have is Part A, Part B, Part D, mm -hmm. and then I'm paying for something called F+. So if you have not reached your 65th birthday, this will be very boring, so we'll make it short. F-plus is the kind of thing where you buy this insurance. It's very reasonable, but it pays for anything that Medicare itself doesn't cover. So you kind of pay a premium. In my case, it's like $150 a month. That's so that, Is that supplement? Is that what they call a supplement? That's supplemental. Yes. So in any case, You're covered. I'm covered. <laughs> totally covered. Yay. Yeah. And this has been, it's been a significant birthday because I really feel glad that physically I'm, you know, I, I don't have the aches and pains that I had when I was in my earlier middle age. Mm. I used to have back problems and knee oh, yeah. problems and all just kinds of stuff. Migraines. I had migraines constantly and I don't have that anymore. I feel more fit and vigorous than I did, say, 20 years ago. I heard about this thing called body neutrality, which is different than the body positive movement. The body positive movement grew out of resistance to fat shaming and all of that oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Anyway, body neutrality is, I just heard about it today on the Waves slate, so I'm very excited about this concept. It is just about being able to say, oh, my body can do this. My body can do that. And not saying, I love my body, because that's something that maybe not all of us will get to. I've right. said that before, but right. on another podcast. But we have so much scrutiny of our bodies that having this sort of neutrality idea that we're, we're neutral on the actual cosmetic aspects yeah. of our bodies, but positive mm -hmm. about being healthy. It's almost like a body as a verb instead of the body as a noun. And, you know, it sounds like to me, like you're looking at your body in terms of the actions that it yeah. uh, accomplishes and, and yeah. initiates and executes. Yes. And um, you're letting go of this commodity idea about your body that it's some kind of product that's up against, right. that's com competing or that's being compared to other commodities yes. and in some kind of market. Well, the male gaze has a very different effect at this time. I don't think that most women of my age are as, let's say, concerned about the male gaze. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just feeling like I'm very healthy and I'm very happy about that. I don't know what's down the road, but I just had a physical and everything was good. And You're good. Yeah. I wanted to do a little review of a movie that you haven't seen, but I think you've heard about it late night. Yep. I saw a trailer for it. What was your impression from the trailer? Uh, I don't remember much. I just remember Emma Thompson's in it, and I thought, well, that's good enough for me. It must be good. Yeah, yeah. I felt the same thing. I heard about it after it was at Sundance, and people, there just was a lot of buzz about it. Mm -hmm. And I knew that Mindy Kaling had written it, and that she also starred in it. There were a lot of good reviews that came out and were very positive about this film. So so there may be listeners who love this movie, and for that I apologize, I don't want to bring you down, but I was so disappointed, just so disappointed that a movie that had such potential landed so flat. Yeah. Emma Thompson is brilliant. Mm -hmm. I mean, she, she walks on water as far as I'm concerned. She's mm -hmm. just, she's so real and humorous and human. Yeah, There's I love her because she's like wildly intelligent, and it comes through, Yeah, but she's got that combination of scary high intellect, but 
also funny and human and un- unpretentious. And she's self-deprecating and, in a way. Yeah, makes yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, there's something so exciting about someone with all the brains, but also yes. the humanity under, yes, underneath yes, it. Yes, yes, very true. Yeah. Not to spoilers, but the premise is a woman who has been the head of a talk show for 30 years. Oh, okay. Which, of course, does well, not... That's a fantasy exist. movie, it's, then. It's a fantasy. It's <laughs> okay. absolutely a fantasy. And she is not very interested in other women. She's certainly not interested in having women be writers on her staff. So one day that's pointed out to her and she realizes that she's got to get a little diversity going because that's something that's coming from higher up. And Mindy Kaling shows up. I won't go into all the details, but she just shows up and there Mm -hmm. she is and she's Mindy Kaling. Now, Mindy Kaling is, uh, to me, very blank on the screen, I realized as I was watching this. She just does not register. (laughs) That's problematic. It is very problematic. And I've I've had this problem with her in in her series, The Mini Project. I just never warmed to her. Yeah. And in this one, it's a very different character, but she's still extremely unapproachable, unemotional. Right. So the fact that these two women bond and do whatever the hell they do after uh-huh. that is it, is completely it, it unrealistic. Probably looks... And the premise of this movie is that it is about comedy, and it is so not funny. Oh no! The jokes don't land. Yeah. It's not funny. As as I watched Emma Thompson right. saying these lines. I thought to myself, she makes them sound as if they should be funny. I feel like I should be laughing. Right, you feel obligated. But it, they were just not high-level jokes at all. Yeah. And that was what I really felt Minnie Kaling was at fault for. She just did not deliver right. on the goods. Should we talk about the debates? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Now, I saw both nights, and you saw I saw highlights. excerpts from both. Mm-hmm. I think the way the podiums were set up w- was interesting, because Elizabeth Warren was right at the center right. for the first one yeah. on Wednesday night. Then they did arrange you. They arranged them by their percentages in the polls. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure about yeah. that, because Beto was next to her, right. and I forget who was on the other side of her. But she came across to me as very smart, very knowledgeable, a critical thinker, and someone who was ready to fight with everything she had. Mm-hmm. And yet, when I think about Hillary and how polished she was, and just that her presence was so kind of regal, and I compare her with Elizabeth Warren, or vice versa, mm-hmm. and Elizabeth Warren physically looks a little frail to me. She's scrappy. She's scrappy, yeah. She's She comes across as both youthful, but a little frail. Yep in a way. Yeah, and she's tiny. She's small. Is she? Well, she seemed to be... It's funny. It's like television. When you don't see them up against other people, yes. they seem tall. Yes. And then when you see them in person or next to a different group of people, you see that they're kind of short. And um, Hillary was not tall. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard her taking some knocks lately for being a little bit on the frail side. Uh, I'm just so... I, I just want anybody to run <laughs> that can end this torture. You know, I yeah. would love it if she were president. I've told you before, I think she's the only one I know that seems to want to take kind of an axe to the trunk of the tree of neoliberalism and really redo the way we look at things and undo some of the damage that's been done since like the 70s in terms of the corporatization of our democracy. When um, you say neoliberalism, I don't know that I'm thinking of the same thing as you are. So can you explain that? Neoliberalism, I'm not an expert or an economist, but neoliberalism is this movement that's been in place since the 70s that's been conscious 
consciously in place by ruling elites in the United States to transfer power, political and economic power, from the people to corporate interests and let the corporations be sort of the country. And that's why our voting rights have been diluted and why laws and especially the courts and the, our, our laws and our court decisions have been progressively favoring the power of large economic corporate interests. Oh. So like one, one manifestation of that would be the um, Citizens United decision, which put political power in the hand of corporations and declared that corporations were people. people. Well, that makes sense because the Koch brothers funded yeah. Citizens United, right. basically. Right. And they fund so many of the Republicans, although they didn't fund Trump. Right. I think the, at the heart of neoliberalism is contempt for democracy. And I think that's what's kind of running our country. That's why I love Warren, because I think she's the only one, including Kamala. She's the only one of the of the main players of the of the yeah. ones who are doing well that would take a hard look at that and do and take and try to take steps to counter that somewhat. Well, what about Bernie though? Bernie is oh, yeah. of that stripe. He'd be good. Yes, on that score. The debate. Oh, right. That's where we were. I really... That's where we were headed. <laughs> then how did we find ourselves here? No, no, no. I. Uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. I'm very interested in that because yeah. I. you put a name to something that I haven't actually had the vocabulary for. It's funny because I really felt that Kamala Harris was so strong. She was wonderful. And yet I absolutely believed that she would be someone who would be taking corporate money. She, she, she'd definitely be status quo in terms of the overall economic framework, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I'd vote for her in a second and Anyway, because I think she's so great, and she at least she has such what she showed in that debate. I thought was such a strong sense of of just awareness of injustice and the value of human beings. And well, yes, she just showed values that I totally am aligned with. Yes, know? me too. I mean, she's and I loved her for that. Yeah, and she's someone who is so aware, viscerally aware of what's happening right. at the border. And, oh, that too. And about black and... I mean, she's she's has fascinating background. Her father is Jamaican and her mother is Indian. Right. And yet, in America, she's black. Right. It doesn't matter where her parents right. came from. Right. She looks black, she's black. Right. I think that's something that Obama experienced as well. He was... He is the son of a white mother and right. an African father. Right. And he lived in Indonesia. For, I mean, he had such a cosmopolitan background. Yet, when he came and lived in New York, he was treated just like any other black person. Right. Did you hear about Trump Jr.'s tweet today? He no? said something about her not He said she's not real... really... Mm -hmm. He's birtherizing her. Yeah. I wanted to talk a bit about the ageism question that with the came debates. up. With the debates, because I watched Joe Biden. Here's the way I feel about Joe Biden. He may be the candidate. He may not be the candidate. I mean, Jeb Bush was at one time thought to be the heir apparent right. to the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. I want him to perform well. I want him to be competitive. Right. And I didn't see a competitive candidate right. on Thursday night. And part of the reason for that was that he did not look prepared. He's someone who... I, I've read this about him. He just goes from the gut. He's not going to sit down and prep and have... I mean, I don't know if he did at that some point like or not. That sounds like Trump, too. Yes, right. Go from the gut. I think he deserves the rap he's getting, but I don't think it has to do with his age. I think it has to do with his professional background and his inability to see a sense of entitlement and privilege that I think he carries from being part of this elite group called the U.S. Senate. But, I think that's what he's blind to. But I think that that has to do with his age, because 
because he came from a time when right that was the case and he's moved through time and yeah. later was no longer a senator was a vice president maybe but i think it is it's the accumulation of that feeling of entitlement that is what we're seeing now in his performance and yeah it, it may be keeping him from being sharp yeah. and on the issues and able to counter Kamala Harris. Why couldn't he have said, you know, I am sorry. I've changed. Like yes. Buttigieg, yes. he said, I didn't get it done. And it's I, I agree it's with that completely. I agree with that completely. I just don't know that it's because of his age. I don't feel that he that his age is working against him. It His age itself. I'm not worried about him being feeble or, uh, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's obviously very vigorous. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no diminishment that I see. Hickenlooper looks like he might be up oh, there. Oh, yeah. Well, he yeah, lacks charisma. Yes. <laughs> there were several people who lacked charisma. I know, I know. God help us all. And, do you know, um, as much as people were making fun of Marianne Williamson uh, and how she was strange, no right. doubt she was strange, but she said some interesting things. Yes, she was great and on the border issue. About, yes, the border issue. And, and also kids. she said, and we have not reckoned with our history of racism right. in this country. That's right. So That was good. Her, It was her delivery that really worked against her. It wasn't her ideas. That's always bugged me about her. And it, but it's always bugged me that there's a mixed message. She's talking about love, but her body language and sort of the, tilt of the her tone head. and that tilt of her head yeah. is like, um, there's a defiance. And it's okay. I think defiance is beautiful, but it doesn't connect with the message she's doing sometimes. Well, the lineup was Bernie Sanders, Senator, yes. Joe Biden, yes. Vice President. Then it goes down, there's so-and-so, Senator, so-and-so, Governor, so-and-so, Governor, and Marianne Williamson, <laughs> author. <laughs> <laughs> but it, on the other hand, it, how refreshing to have someone that's not from the political world be in it. It was fine. Yeah. I didn't think that there was anything really wrong with it. I thought Andrew Yang, who was, I think, one or two away from her, was mm -hmm. he got the least amount of time. He said the least. Yeah. He had the least charisma right. of anybody and had really very little uh, policy yeah. to do. He wants. To, he believes in universal basic income and he's against <laughs> circumcision. Oh, well, uh, he's got my vote. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's that yeah but he did not bring himself across or his ideas yeah. as, as a way of shining a light into them yeah they say julian castro uh, julian castro it is castro yes that he uh his stock went up yeah. he he was fantastic because he was so prepared yeah and comparing him with beto right who was Beto was a cardboard he was a out. stiff he mm -hmm. was just a stiff and i've had my suspicions about him since he lost and decided to go on some sort of a quest and find himself and get his teeth cleaned and oh. do all of that and there he is standing on the podium without we just sort of prepared um a little bit speeches. of the same thing that people found in biden a little bit of a sense of entitlement like he's kind of he's this camelot figure and that and he's going to ride on that he doesn't yes. he doesn't need to study up on policy well he looked very nervous that yeah. was the problem that i had with him is he looked he looked out of place there mm -hmm. and he was standing next to warren so and she was very steady. Yeah. Very level. Yeah. Unshakable. But the other thing was that on Wednesday night, the first night of the debates, the candidates were pretty polite to each other. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. There was talking over and there was going over time. Right. But 
boy, it really was a food fight on Thursday night. There were just, people were, the the people who were on on Thursday night must have watched the Wednesday night performances and said, oh, well, the way to get extra time is just talk talk past the time when you've been cut off. Right. Joe Biden got to a certain point and a certain kind of intensity, and then he said, oh, that's my time. Oh, yes. And he cut himself off. Yes. Which was disconcerting, to say the least. It was interpreted as somehow it was tossing in the towel. It seemed a bit like that. Yeah, it's to me, it's, it's a little sad. I mean, it, I saw a clip where he did that, and it, it, I feel bad in a way for him, because it's like he was probably trying to be respectful to the, to the format and to the others there, but it came off in a weird way. I actually thought that he had run out of anything oh, things to, to say. say. Oh, I didn't I think thought of he, that. I thought he had reached a sort of crescendo and then didn't have anywhere to go with it and decided that it was best to cut himself off rather than to be found lacking. bad oratory skills. Yeah. (laughs) Which he's never had a problem with. Yeah. I mean, he is a gaff machine, but he's never had a problem kind of connecting. Yeah, and he does... I've seen him speak in the past where it's very much from the heart and very uh, authentic. Yeah, but I I do think you're right is a differentiation between the younger candidates and the older well, ones. Yeah, maybe it, well, I take that. Maybe it's important to just admit what's happening and point to it. I guess that's not discriminatory in and of itself. Well, it is the nature of youth to confront right. the status quo. That's true. That's true. And I think that that's, I don't think we've had a 37 and a 38-year-old candidate. Swalwell right. is 38. Yeah. And yeah. Buttigieg is 37. Right. And I just don't remember ever having candidates that young who were serious. I mean, Swalwell, I, I don't think is seriously considered, but right. Buttigieg is certainly very seriously considered. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just don't think that we've had this wide a disparity before. It's true. That, that's true. And when you, you're mentioning Bernie, he's a, an older guy who is young in terms of his views towards undoing some of the damage that's happened over the past several decades, let alone the past yeah. two and a half years. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just have a soft spot for people getting pigeonholed purely on the age thing. And I felt like they did a little bit of that to Biden. Well, we, we don't want to be pigeonholed exactly. on our age. Exactly. And I think that's one of the things, it's one of the reasons that we're doing what we're doing here right. is because we don't necessarily act our age. Or we do, and it's just not what we anticipated it to be. That's That may be more true. And right. I think that, that we're what 65 looks like. I guess so, yeah. Which is yeah. not what I expected it to look like. I thought that once I reached the other side of parenting, I would just slowly disintegrate and really lose. <laughs> lose interest in keeping myself healthy and well. I just thought that it was, you know, sort of the crumbling part would happen after I became an empty nester. And that hasn't happened at all. If anything, I'm more invested in my health. Yeah. Well, I'm just putting side by side uh, for myself as well. I'm just trying to put side by side. uh, 65 doesn't feel like I thought it was going to or supposed to feel. Right. And um, does it look like I thought it would look? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. I get, well, no, I'm just, yeah. Um, not really. I mean, I I don't, my, my, you know, it depends on what kind of day I'm having. Right. I think my question is, do people, do you, and do I, has our, has the importance of how we look faded, faded as we've gotten older? I think mine has. Not faded so much, but I think it's just become less of an issue. It's not that right. I don't want to look the best that I can. Right. That's certainly the case. Okay. But, you know, there are times I could be having a bad day when I do feel like, oh shit, I wish I wasn't 65. But I don't have 
have many of those days. Right. You know, I, I, I sort of feel like I'm accepted for who I am and that it's not that I'm that I'm not seen as a number. Mm-hmm. I could be very naive about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not really sure. Yeah. I'm not I, I don't know how other people see me unless they tell me. Not that many people do tell me. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Uh, for me it's hard to talk about it in terms of age alone because it's been it's been with me uh, forever, you know. Well you look so similar to what you used to look like even when we were in college uh-huh. that it's hard for me to evaluate how other people see you because you just have not changed that much. Well, thank you. I guess you're just lucky. Clean living. <laughs> <laughs> and Elizabeth Arden. <laughs> and Retin-A Cream. Oh, and Retin-A Cream. Oh, yes. Well, I am, willing to, do, I am willing to do Retin-A well, Cream. Well, sure. Why yes. not? Yeah. Bette Midler said, the minute you turn 40, your body starts laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else told me that after 50, it's just patch, patch, patch. Well, I have to say I'm I'm very grateful on my birthday. Yeah. Because I have my health. My two daughters are right, healthy right. and thriving right. and living in New York Smith. Right. And I have you. That's right. We have our friendship. And now you have Medicare. And I have Medicare. So, I mean, who are you to complain <laughs> well, about better. anything? <laughs> Clearly. I should not. I think we've covered a lot of ground for one podcast, so I can hear the outro music coming in right now. Here it is. I hear it. (laughs) I hear the song, and I feel a margarita coming on. Me too. All right. It's margarita time. Okay. Well, thank you, Boomers, for joining us once again. Happy birthday, Ruth. Well, thank you. I love you. I'm so glad we're friends. I need to. I'm so glad. Bye. Bye. So long, Boomers. Bye.